Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. You know what I like, by the way, Chuck? As you've noticed, Zoom has added this new feature when you start the recording. It's audio alerting you, like recording. Yeah, that just... That just freaked me out a little bit. I was like, whoa. Who's on this call? <laughs> who's, who's talking to me? <laughs> so yeah, fun fact, everyone. If you haven't used Zoom lately and recorded something, there's a new feature where it's like recording in progress. So with that being said, bam, Chuck is back. Time for I'm hold back. on. I'm get- so, boom. Sorry, folks. Been busy for the last couple of weeks, but I'm back. I held it down. Don't you worry, Chuck. And truthfully, you flexing on me just now? Did you just flex on me? Not on you, on everybody out of my oh, on everybody else. Just, just, just checking. So let's be transparent too. It's not that you couldn't make it. It's just that with the timing and the schedule of things, I become an impatient person, and I'm like, yeah, I just want to do stuff, and then I just go, and then as yeah. a net result, sometimes I'll get I'll get a text message of uh, I'll be ready in a half hour. Mike's like, no, I already recorded the podcast. Sorry. Yeah, like, like I just, I, I had to Whatever. get stuff done and then I had homework to do. So with all that being said, Chuck's back. We're going to talk about piggybacking on really the last month of, you know, we've talked about plateauing. We've talked about maintenance. Now we're going to talk about vacationing, which can be a very relevant situation with all of those in mind, with the timing of the seasons changing, even if let's say you're not somewhere where it's warm and you're living on the other side of the world and it's freezing or however that works with when it comes to seasons and climate. I have no idea. It's not my specialty, but we're going to talk about that before we even dig into that quick reminder. We're going to have a PDF below that digs into a lot of the topics we're going to talk about specifically around intuitive eating. And we have our courses with the 28 day nutrition with our booty builder, total workout series, our pro coach program, our fitness vault, all that good stuff. Check them below. personalized programs. Anybody wants a personalized program, check out the pro pro coach feature. We'll get individualized attention from either myself or Michael Callow. Oh yeah. And we, we also have some great, this, (laughs) this is the fun aspect that we also like, we pulling back the curtain here behind the scenes, Chuck, that we'll dig into that I have to work on is getting all of our other coaches calendars synced up to our website. So it's That's not just idea. me and you, right? We should have That's all the a good other idea. Coaches. We should have we should have the other coaches in there too. Yeah. But just know there's more than just us, but we're just so egotistical. We want you for ourselves. Um, but with that being said, let's dig into vacationing. Chuck. Talk about vacation. Mike. You have a vacation coming up. And I so have a vacation, you have coming, vacation up. coming up. Who do we want to talk about first? Let's talk about your vacation. I'm interested in your vacation and like what you're like how you're prepping to go into your vacation and what you intend to do while you're on vacation. Also, in case you guys just noticed, I put the gallery mode on. Farah, 
Sorry about that. I was a little late to the party, but now you can see us both at the same time. I'm trying to work on constantly having this gallery view so you can see both of us at the same time. It makes it more like a conversation, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so vacation. Yeah. Two parts to it. Oh, look at that mic in the screen. Mine's all the way up here. No, I was trying to poke you, but I oh, wanted to oh. come all the way over to you. Do a little. Imagine a hand just reaches through. Thing. Yeah. Um, oh, am I over there? I, I have my mirror thing turned off. So with that being said, two parts of this vacation piece. I was actually just away. I don't even call it a full vacation. It was like a Saturday to when do we a week, weekend getaway. We call that a weekend getaway. Oh, weekend getaway, working weekend getaway. Still work that. But it was great. I still had to implement some strategies. Didn't bring any bands or, or my adjustable dumbbells, which, by the way, next time I go. So when I go to Hilton Head, which is the vacation we have coming up. I'm putting my five to 90 pound adjustable dumbbells in the back and I'm bringing them with me this time around. Cause I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? It's 180 extra pounds. That's like one person. It's not going to screw up the car that much. They don't take up that much space. I'm totally doing it. We're going to have some fun video series coming out from when we're on vacation, but that's a great segue into what if you don't have equipment with you? What are we going to do about our training? What are we going to do about our eating? And the way I look at it, is basically, and that's why we wanted to have this PDF of intuitive eating, is being able to now test out all the skills and habits you've been working on leading up to vacation. So you could say, hey, how confident am I in my ability to stay hydrated? How confident am I in my ability to work in the routine? Now, if you're still new to it and you happen to have a vacation while just starting your program, you just started working with us or whatever you're doing, Maybe intuitive eating isn't 100% the only thing to lean on. Maybe you back off a little bit, but you still have certain protocols. Like, I'm honestly still going to log food. I'm not going to be obsessive about it. I'm still going to log food. You're going to log food on your vacation? I So I ate 10,000 calories the other day, and I logged every single one of those calories. Uh, you need to send me that because I'm curious as to how you got up to 10,000 calories. You know what it is. It's Reese's. I know. Okay, so forget. It. Don't send it to me. Don't, I don't want to know about it. It's Reese's. But really, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna log your food on your vacation because that's interesting because I ain't doing any of that. Chucky boy is not doing anything. Nah, I'm not doing any of that. Now I do it not because I see it make a difference in my choices. Truthfully, I just like hard data to objectively later on look and see in you know two three months from now. How did my body composition change as those 10,000 calories came in? I wouldn't be surprised two days later, my body comp is drastically up. Not that I necessarily need the log to tell me that. I just like looking at it personally. Yeah, but how much of a deviation is your body comp going to show just on one week vacation? And I think that's like a lot of people get stuck into that where, oh, you know, I've worked so hard on getting my body to this vacation mode ready. And then I go on vacation and I destroy it the entire time I'm there. It's, it really takes a lot of work for you to go completely off the deep end, for you to lose all the momentum that you've gained during this time period of getting your vacation or summer bod ready. It's not like you're going to destroy everything in a one-week time period. <clears throat> so that's a good point. Like People get stuck in their head. Me personally, I'm going to try to ruin everything that I've done to gear up to my, to my vacation bod. Um, to an extent, you know me, I'm just, I'm saying that now, but I call bullshit on that. Um, it really is, but it, it takes a lot and get that out of your head, folks. It, it takes a lot for you to have a, a great impact on that body comp. So I'm, I'm curious to see what your data comes out to, to being, I'd like to see you like 
the day before you go on vacation, your body comp to the day after you come back on your vacation. And I see the difference. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to say it's not even going to be a 1% swing in body fat. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's possible. Now what I, I, I think to your point, that's um, definitely very, very much in line with that point of like, yeah, it takes a lot of work to a get the results. And that's why it takes so much time to see the results. And just, I was talking about this with a client before about just do the math, right? So if we take one pound of fat or one pound of muscle, whichever 3,500 calories is the net energy exchange that's happening there. So let's say we want to lose that pounds, 3,500 calories, give or take with other components coming into play. That's what we have to be in a deficit for not in one day, but in that progressive period of time. Now in one week, let's say I just, I personally very easily could be in an excess of 2000 calories a day if I'm really like cutting loose. So if I do 2000 calories times seven days, that's 14,000 calories. Quick math check in my head. Yes. So 14,000 calories divided by 3,500, let's just call it three pounds, four pounds, maybe, maybe three to four pounds. And that's like, if you're just like not doing anything, absolutely right. gluttonously putting down an extra 2000 calories, which I'm no, kind of exaggerating, honestly, no additional that. activity to burn off any of those calories. Exactly. You know, a, a lot of that comes into play. And just to touch on a subject you just spoke about real quick, the thing about getting to the goal, like if you start a nutrition program, you got to remember it's taken you X amount of years to get your body into the current shape that it's in. So let's say we haven't focused on nutrition and we have excess body fat and we want to get rid of it. And our body fat percentage isn't exactly in the good or fair range. Maybe we're a little bit into the poor range. It's taken us years to get there. So I'm not saying it's going to take years to get it off but it's going to take some time. It's not just going to happen within two to three weeks. You're like, ah, I haven't seen a lot of changes. It's been two to three weeks. My progress hasn't been there. I'll go back to what I'm doing because I haven't seen the results. It's taken you years to get to that, that point where you don't feel well or you have excess body fat. So it's going to take some time, some investment to get to the point where you're going to start to see progress. And just like when you go away on vacation, if you've put a lot of that time and investment and progress and, you, and you're getting there, it's not going to happen. You're not going to destroy it within a week. Boom. And to that point, like 100%, first off. And secondly, <laughs> I wasn't expecting, I yeah, wasn't expecting 100%. <laughs> sneaking that bad boy in there. Really, secondly, going back to the habit standpoint, like if we've built these habits, right, and they become behavior patterns. I'm going to exercise every single one of those days. So I'm burning right. 500 to 1,000 calories of those excess 2,000, assuming there's an excess of 2,000. Some days it's really not that much. Some days maybe it is. And that's, that's where I think that balance component, to your point, Chuck, is not just, hey, it didn't happen overnight. It's not going to come off overnight. But also the behavior patterns you've created. Like I'm going to work out on vacation. Is it going to be the same level of intensity of, of which that I would do at home? No, I'm not going to have my squat rack. I'm not going to have certain things. Right. I will have my 90 pound dumbbells though. So I'll be able to get a nice stimulus in there and I'll be able yeah. to have some fun. I'll get some swimming in active with the kids, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. It's not necessarily going to be a place in a time where I want to gain progress, to be honest with you. Now there is a way you can vacation and gain progress. That's a whole different topic of conversation. Like, that's a different world and, and place Usually. you want to live in. 
That's usually what I, that's usually what I do over there. But yeah, to your point, Mike, you know, try to get a little bit of activity every single day. Is it going to be the same kind of quality activity that you get in while you're in your home gym or where you're while you're at home and going to your gym or if you're at your yoga studio or if you're doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or Muay Thai or whatever it is, you know, it's not going to be the same type of quality. However, you can make it what it is when you get to wherever you're going on vacation, invest 30 minutes every single day to get a workout in so you can get those four to maybe 500, 600 calories burned off. And and the rest of the day, your cortisol levels, everything's, you're going to feel great. So just invest that time period so that you can enjoy the rest of your vacation. So if it's a half hour every single morning, go for a run on the beach, do a HIIT workout. Mike's bringing his dumbbells. Uh, get some type of quality workout in there. And again, we, we're not expecting you to go an hour, two hours and, and go ham in your workout. Invest 20 to 30 minutes in, into your day and you'll feel great for the rest of the day. And that's where, again, 100%. But being able to, <laughs> just gonna keep sneaking them in there. Being, them in. <laughs> being able to maintain that, that behavior for like, again, if we made a lifestyle change, you're, you, I know a lot of guys that will like look up jujitsu schools, like, or look up Muay Thai schools to be transparent with you. When I go to Hilton head, I'm not doing that. I'm going to the Why beach not? I, Why, because not, I have built in training partners with my daughters and with my uh, brother-in-law. He's, he's a firefighter. He loves training too. He doesn't do jujitsu or Muay Thai, but he's down to train. He's down to get that work in. Guess what? You're my new grappling partner this week. And guess yeah. what? The girls, they're my new grappling partners that week. Like, seriously. I've looked up like, jujitsu uh, uh, schools in Barbados they're not taking not. yeah of course but of course they're not, not taking like any any like guests or new students but that doesn't mean I'm just going to approach people on the beach and be like yo you want to roll I mean I will <laughs> so, no, totally. I, <laughs> I will and that's but and that's to, to your point too like being able to put in a little bit of research and that's where like depending on the severity the spectrum at which you want to operate on we could take it to that level like I like there are places in Hilton that I could go to. I just don't want to, honestly, like I want to have other options and I'm still going to train. And that's, what's cool about having like being a coach is like, everyone's my training partner because I've over the years of coaching have been able to leverage. I know how to now turn you into a training partner. Like you're going to hold pads for me. Lena knows how to hold pads, by the way, I was hitting pads with um, our babysitter the other day because she trains at our gym and Lena came up with the mitts and she's like, I'm like, jab, jab, cross. That's right. Lena. And, Good job. and she's, and she's, and she's a little pressure into it, which I like, you know, she's, yeah, she's, she's, a, she's a consummate professional at what she's doing. She knows now. Does she know how to turn her hip for her roundhouse kicks? Mm, we're working on that. She doesn't really turn her hips over. We're working on that. I understand. But again, going back to like the fun parts of this is prepare a little bit. Again, great resources in the link below yeah. of art total body booty builder program. You don't need body. You don't need equipment. You could do body weighted versions of everything we have in there as well as the other programming. I believe there's two days of a hit program in the booty builder program. So those hit programs that are in there, you could do those on a beach. I mean, that's what I intend to do when I'm going away. Um, It all depends on how much you want to invest into what you're doing on your vacation. So like whenever my wife and I go on vacation, we do the research before we go on there. Like we've called the resort that we're staying in to see if the gym is open. Um, you know, I asked them what type of equipment would they have. And again, it's, you're going to a resort. They're, they're not going to have a full-blown gym. They're going to have some dumbbells. They're going to have, you know, a little workout area. They're not going to have a full-blown area. So I may bring some resistance bands with me. Um, I'm definitely going to do some hit workouts on the beach. I'm definitely going to go for runs. And you know me, I don't like to run, but 
I'm going to do different things while I'm on the vacation. I'm a vacation just to keep myself active. I'm not a runner. My wife likes to run, but she'll motivate me to go on runs with her. All the running. Yeah. I usually get my cardio from my jujitsu, but um, you know, while I'm on vacation, I may not have that resource. So I'll go out and I'll do some runs just to keep my cardio levels going. Um, so there's always something that you can do to like modify your normal routine. Now me, you know, I'm, I, I love lifting heavy amounts of weights. So what I always do, yeah, believe it or not, Mike, I, I know I saw that look. Um, I'll use my vacation week as my deload or rest week. So I'll progressively build myself up and I'm doing heavy amounts of weights now, um, knowing that in uh, about a month and a half, I'm gonna be going away on my vacation. So I'll build myself up to the week before and then I'll use the week while I'm on vacation as my deload rest week. And what do I mean by a deload rest week? I won't lift any weights, but I'll go through the motions and I'll do some more cardio. I'll, I'll do some stretching and recovery. I'll do some hit workouts, stuff like that. So there's always a way you can kind of manipulate to stay active while you're on vacation. Yeah. And like you said, have other variety in there, which by changing it up, having different stimulus, you get a better response actually. So it's a great way to take and take some time to deload, change it up, recharge your batteries a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Not just physically, which is a huge component, but even mentally, just bandwidth wise, when you have, again, your end of quarter and you're, you're coming to the end of it, you're crushing it, you're putting that work in, you need some time to decompress. It's a great opportunity to do that. It's a great opportunity if you're getting burnt out of some of the recipes, some of the food, some of the places, the same things that you're getting, you can change it up. And that's even the same thing we're talking about with training. We can do from the food and the hydration side of do some research, look at the restaurants that are around, look at what you have access to food wise. And you can start to, whether it's with us, you already know if you're a client of ours, we'll build around a program with your menu and what you have access to. But if you're not, just do a little bit of research and give yourself an idea. Like, all right, cool. I'm going to account, like a client mentioned this to me the other day, I accounted for having more appetizers and I still was able to lose weight and see a change in my body composition because I accounted for it. So one thing I'm going to ask you, Mike, and I want to see if you're going to do it. Let's talk about when you go on vacation, whether or not you're taking your supplements. Ooh, yeah. So this last weekend trip, I didn't. I got to be honest. Right. I do like to. Right. So that's a big thing that we always usually do is we'll plan out how many days we're going. And you've seen my disgusting shelf of supplements that I take all the time, but it's not just me. It's my wife too. And we have two different pill boxes, one for morning, one for night. And we plan out the days and we put everything in there. I'll bring my branch chains. I'll bring some protein. Uh, uh, My wife has lately been doing these salt packets in her water, which I'm not a big fan of, but she likes them. Uh, so she'll bring those to make sure that she's hydrated and she's getting her electrolytes. So plan out your, your micronutrients, plan out your supplements as well, and make sure that you're prepared when you're going on vacation, that you can have all that stuff with you to maintain a, a healthy diet, a healthy uh, immunity system. So make sure you're bringing your supplements with you. 
Yeah, and I think from a routine standpoint, too, that's a great opportunity to keep some consistency, to have an anchor, as it were. Some, yep. Sometimes having that anchor, whether it's for me, it's hydrating. Water's a big one. Um, so having water at my disposal, walking around with my giant-ass gallon container that I refill, it's just an anchor for me that I bring with me um, and that I just find really helpful. Now, the supplements, what I do, I like the pillbox. I actually just use a Ziploc bag. I'll just throw them in my Ziploc bag because like, I like to do things last minute and do like no effort as much as possible. You're just dumping the whole bottle in the bag. You're not counting things out. You're just dumping, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just like, that looks right. I There's like 12 pills in there. I take two a day. I'll be there for five days. I got some extra. I actually don't even count. I just like dump. Like, and I'm gonna just slightly pivot here. We're gonna have Johnny Buck come on the podcast. And I'm gonna tell you guys a story about Johnny Buck's a retired professional fighter fought for Bellator, should have been in the UFC. Unfortunately, like, I'll be honest, this is transparent. Johnny knows I feel this way and he feels this way too. He's like made some shitty decisions in the early stage of his fight career to take certain fights he should have taken and how he approached it. Had a kind of a crappy record in the beginning. I think his first six fights, he was like two and four. And then he went like nine and three or something like that after that. Anyways, point of me saying this is Johnny and me are very similar in a sense. Like he went on a trip, didn't even pack underwear one time. So he tells that story all the time. So I'm not throwing him under the bus here, but I'm very much in that vein. So you can see the contrast between Chuck over here, very calculated in the plan. Me, I'm lucky if I have enough clothes that I don't have to do laundry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm prepping my vacation weeks in advance, making sure I have all my clothes and my underwear, making sure I have all my supplements, making sure I have some workout gear because I know I'm going to work out. I plan everything out. I, I can't, I would go into full-blown anxiety if I did what you did, Mike. Can't do that. That's okay. And that's why we have this balance. That's what makes it work so well. You make sure shit's organized and I come to the table with like, hey, why don't we go over this way, squirrel? Or like whatever (laughs) that brings up fun ideas and then helps just the bigger picture of things. So just to recap a little bit for you guys, because we bounce around, that's what makes it fun, is from a training standpoint, do a little bit of research, even on the nutrition side, do a little bit of research. Look up ahead of time, what places you're going to eat at, what options they have. What do you have access to as far as like equipment, training? Can you go on the beach? Hey, can you go scuba diving? Is that a fun activity that you want to do? Can you go paddle boarding? That's a great workout and a really fun option if the area calls for it. So being able to just do a little bit of research is key. Secondly, have an anchor, whether it's with your supplements, making sure you have that with you, your water or certain behavior or habit that you can kind of hold as an anchor to keep you, even if it's a little bit to just some of that normalcy can be helpful. And then also with the third thing, being okay with the recharge, leaving things behind you, it's not going to change overnight. It's not going to change in one trip. You might gain a couple pounds. The body composition might slightly go up half a percent to a percent. It's really very much something that's within a normalcy window that can, once you have a good time and you have that trip, and then you allow yourself the ability to rebound and bounce back without being an absolute nasty person to yourself saying, oh, I can't believe I gained three pounds. Like that's going to come off in a couple of days once you get back to your routine anyway. And then if anything, you're going to see more results because of it because you gave yourself this nice little break. What do you think, Chuck? What did we miss? So we got those three key ones. What might we be missing, if anything? So one of the things we might be missing here is just food choices when we're on vacation. And I know. Chuck got so excited about the food choices, he just ghosted or froze. So we're going to give a little pause here and then we're going to bring him back. Oh, we're here. 
And we're back. I just paused it because I was like, yeah, Chuck just got so excited. He froze the whole system down. I did. I froze everything up. So to, to just touch on, on a point, one of the things that we didn't touch upon is just food choices when we're on vacation. So when we're, when we're out on vacation, we know what we should be eating because we've been building up and working on this progress to get ourselves into summertime vacation bod ready. So we know what we should be eating. So we want to make sure that we can make some healthy choices when we're on there. You're educated enough to know what you should be eating. Although we do want to enjoy ourselves when we're on vacation. So we don't have to do a dessert every single night. We don't have to go crazy on processed foods or carbs. We can enjoy and indulge a little bit. Uh, one of the biggest things is alcohol. When we're, we're out on vacation, it tends to to, to shoot up a little bit. So let's make uh, a healthier choice while we're choosing an alcoholic beverage. It doesn't have to be some sugary strawberry daiquiri pina colada. If you want to have one or two of those when you're on vacation, great, indulge, enjoy yourself a little bit, but let's choose something that we know that's going to be a little bit less on the caloric intake side of things. We can enjoy it. We're still enjoying it. We're still enjoying our vacation. And if we want to indulge here and there, we can. So we can make a healthier choice when we're out there and indulge and enjoy ourselves at the same time. The other thing to note is that one of the biggest things that you're going to walk away from if you go and you overindulge, yes, Mike said, yeah, we may gain three or four pounds, but the biggest thing and the biggest thing that we're going to be concerned about is our image in the mirror, because we may end up having a little bit of bloat because we're not used to these foods that we're indulging in, we're on vacation. So our body may become a little bit bloated while we're on vacation. That doesn't mean we've gained five, six, seven, ten 10 pounds. It just means we have to give our, our bodies time to process, to reduce the bloat. And then once you get back on a normalized diet and we're back into the swing of things, you'll see that bloat start to reduce. So let's not get into that mental mindset of, oh man, I just threw everything out the window and I just gained a ton of weight our bodies just may be a little bit bloated and you got to let that bloat settle after your vacation. So indulge, go out, have a good time, make healthier choices, but indulge a little bit. And if we look in the mirror from day one, when we're on vacation and we're summer bod and jacked and we're feeling great and we're tanned. And then by day five or seven, we, we, we lose a little bit of cuts. It just could be that we're bloated. And, and just to piggyback one more time with that mm -hmm. component of it, is not only being able to be aware of the bloat that comes with it, but just think about it this way. And this is why like, I don't even check the scale usually when I'm, I'm doing these things. We're going away is think about the, again, changing the quantity and volumes potentially combined with the drinks, the alcohol, all that. Mm -hmm. Like if you eat three pounds of food in just density of weight, it doesn't mean you gain three pounds. It doesn't mean right. there's, there's three pounds. So that would be 10,000 calories of caloric density to it. No, it could take a couple of days for your body to actually fully metabolize, work through the intestines and to excrete those foods and liquids out. So also give yourself that little room if for whatever reason you are checking your weight, you happen to come across it. Even when you get back, it can take a couple of days for your body to process out all that stuff. And, and that's just, even just across the board. Yeah, just stay off the scale. Enjoy your vacation. Stay off the scale. Even when you get back from vacation, stay off the scale. Give it like two weeks after you get back into your normalized routine. I would even say give it three weeks. Get, just get back into your normal routine. Give it a week or two to process out of your body. And then if you want to get on the scale after you get back into your routine and you're working out and everything, then get on the scale. Don't drive yourself up a wall by going and getting on the scale day one that you're back from vacation to see what damage you did. Because ultimately what Mike said, 
it hasn't metabolized out of your system. You haven't given it a chance to process through your body. You haven't given it a chance to let that bloat settle. Don't get on the scale day one back from vacation. Just please do me that favor. Don't you stick that knife in your leg. That's, and, and that's, that's, I think, ultimately the bigger, and I'm glad you brought that up, Chuck, from the takeaway is to have those choices, being mindful of them, and, and tagging back into our other podcast about body image. And again, we have links below if you guys want to dig into that, look in those past topics. There's some great resources around that and just some things that you can do for yourself to help with not only trying to work on body image, but things and actual exercises you could do. Like this is going to sound crazy, but just saying three nice things to yourself every morning in the mirror or writing down three things you're grateful for every day. Little things like that can go a long way. So enjoy the vacation. Have a little bit of a plan. Don't go too hard. Don't judge yourself too much. Know that some things are going to change. There's going to be some potential bloating. That's okay. That's what makes this a sustainable lifestyle. It's not a lifestyle in the sense of, or it wouldn't be a lifestyle if it was just about this one event, one vacation, one thing. No, it's the long-term sustainability of it all. So that's what I'm going to kind of wrap it up with. Chuck, hit me with what you think. Yeah. Listen, everybody works hard. Everybody deserves a nice vacation, whether you're going away on a family vacation or you're just going away by yourself or whatever it is. You've worked hard. You've earned a vacation. Indulge in your vacation. You've worked hard to get to this point. Listen, if you don't have a fruity drink with an umbrella in it while you're on vacation, I'm going to be mad at you. Enjoy yourself. Indulge a little bit. But like what Mike said, go into your vacation with a plan. Prepare for your vacation, prepare some supplements, have an anchor, know where you want to be. If you'd want to work out while you're on vacation, you have options. If you want to indulge on your vacation, by all means do it. You've worked this hard, so you have worked hard to enjoy it. So indulge while you're on vacation, stay off the freaking scale, have a fruity drink with an umbrella in it, and just unwind, decompress, you've earned it. Enjoy. Boom, my job, Chuck. 100%. The mic is fixed, so I can't drop can't it. Drop it. But that's exactly it, y'all. If you guys do have questions, again, hit us below, whether it's on social media, whether it's on our website, or it's on our email. We have, again, great resources, courses, coaching, personalized planning, that if you do want to have some more confidence going into a vacation, our team can help put a plan together with you so you're not on your own. And we'll yeah, see and you guys after and even if it's just, I don't want a nutrition plan or I don't want a fitness plan, if you just want some coaching as to how to approach things, we're here for you. Boom. Well said, Chuck. 100%. One more for the sign-off. Stop doing me the 100%. <laughs> yeah, guys. We'll see you later. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.